don't don't worry about it. You know, I be I be exercise yeah. I be exercising now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right on, bro. I, I downloaded this um this workout app like a muscle booster t- app type okay. shit. Okay. So every morning, every morning I got a little regimen that I be doing, and then like at night I do like thirty. Well, I do thirty. I hit the weight set like thirty times just to just yeah. to feel the little tightness and the tingling and shit. You know, but I definitely. I definitely noticed the difference, you know what I'm saying, when it yeah. come down to when you actually healthy and you in shape and working out, like nigga be having a lot of stamina and shit now. Cause the older you get, the older you get, bro, the, the less energy a nigga got. You gotta damn near push yourself and will yourself to wanting to yes, do basic shit like working out. Yes, sir. Cause when we in our twenties and shit, we could just Play basketball, run around, play flag yeah. football all day and shit. But the older you get, point. niggas don't be feeling like doing all that running around and shit. But it's all good, you know. Give me, give me, a, give me a few months. I'm, I'm trying to be shredded in this bitch. But ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Player Shine Radio, buddy. Player Shine Radio is officially four years old. It feels great. I know I ain't been dropping the hits off to y'all left and right and shit, you know. And just like y'all, I got a life too. But when I when we chop it up, we gonna chop it up. So to those few that be tuning in and listening to Player Shine Radio, I appreciate y'all. Much respect. You know what I'm saying? Want to give a, sh- a few shout outs to the homies and shit around America and shit. Shout first off, I want to shout out to my nigga J Mo in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Moski. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, you follow. Shout out to that nigga, man. That nigga, uh, you know, he, he's been dedicating himself to the grind and shit. Nigga, fuck around and came up on that truck driver shit, that CDL shit. This nigga somewhere in Cali ducked off. Making plays and shit, dropping off trailer loads and whatever the fuck the trucker trailer lingo is. I don't know. But shout out to that nigga. Be safe out there. From motherfucking Kansas to to, to, to South Carolina to Cali and back, my nigga. Be safe out there, my nigga. Uh, what else? What else I wanted to say, man? Uh, shout out. Shout out to God for waking us up today. You know what I'm saying? You could have woke up dead, if that make any sense. But you here. Listening to me on Player Shine Radio. Tonight's episode is brought to you in part by um, Budweiser Light Line. A lot of y'all be talking shit about it. I like it, especially when it's super cold. This boy be busting. Anywho, we got to talk this shit, ladies and gentlemen. We, we definitely got to. Tom, I've been watching the news, bro. You know, it was just a little story about I forget which state and which city it just happened long story short Minneapolis Minnesota police issued a no-knock warrant on somebody fuck around and use the key to open up their door then announce themselves the nigga laying on the couch under the covers nigga pulled the covers up I guess he he had the pistol on him they only announced themselves after they opened the door and entered the vicinity and once the nigga popped up from under the covers, they just shot this nigga to death. 
I'm not a rocket scientist or nothing, but in the midst of all of these political games that we've a part of, that we really don't want to be a part of, in the midst of reparations debate, in the midst of critical race theory, you know, all of this, all of this nonchalant ass shit. It's innocent black men out here dying. I don't really know too many advocates for black people. I be hearing a lot of people talk. A whole lot of people talking. Hell, keep it real with you. Because this might be your first time listening to Player Shine Radio. You might think I'm one of them. You entitled to your opinion. These thoughts are of my own. Um, they have no affiliation with Anchor Radio or Spotify or Podbean or however you listen to my podcast. These are all my thoughts and inputs. We live in a society where these motherfuckers trying to kill us. Not just kill us, but kill us off. Eradicate us. Shout out to Margaret Sanger. You know, she was that infamous white lady that started all of the Planned Parenthoods and put them in all of the black communities and went to all of the black pastors to basically have them tell us to approve of whatever type of agenda that Margaret Sanger and her team was trying to push during those days. You know what I'm saying? If we go back deeper in history, you got to think about during slavery, like how they did the black babies as alligator bait. You know what I'm saying? Rape, molesting, whatever you could think of. This is not a human. This is three fifths of a person. So, and it's your property. You could do whatever you want to with your property. And they did everything they wanted to do to their property. It wasn't no holds barred. We live in a society where if you of African descent or you got any type of melanin in your body, on your skin, I should say, and you especially a, a, a foundational black American or a descendant of slavery, you really got a target on your head from the time you slide out the womb. Every time I look at my son, just based off of my experiences in life, I always, you know, think heavily as far as down. What if I was born during the 1800s, you know, and I had this boy on the plantation just for the master to take him away and do whatever he wants to with him. And I'm supposed to just act like nothing because I was born into this. I'm uh, To me, it's supposed to be, according to America at that time, this is supposed to be regular shit to me. Like, I'm supposed to be desensitized to seeing people that look like me, even family members, murdered and raped, um, lynched, you know what I'm saying, castrated, whatever. The f- and I'm supposed to be desensitized to all of that, along with him taking my baby off and doing whatever. Using a baby as alligator bait. I'm supposed to be content with that. I don't think I would have survived. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, they they would have they would have definitely had to kill me. You know, I'm, I'm not the type of person where I just bow down to 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 atrocities that's committed amongst me and my people to terrorize us and control our minds, either by shackle or by fear and threats. Because I was born in the 20th century, it's like my mindset 
is totally different versus my ancestors' mindset. Because you also got to think too, even during segregation, when the, when they was um, doing the civil rights marches and all of that, it wasn't the grown ups out there doing it. It started off with the babies because the parents already saw the example of what them evil crackers do when you become an uppity nigga. So they already, you know, say had it in their mind. They was trying to beat it into the kids' mind to be scared of these white people and let them do what they do to you. But them little kids was fearless. Them little kids was attacked by dogs. Them little kids was sprayed with high-pressure water hoses enough to knock bark off a tree. They hitting little kids with this, ripping their clothes off. German shepherds biting the breast off of the women. It was crazy. It was bananas. Now you flash forward to 2022. I ain't gonna say that it's just outright like that. Now, now the white people, you know what I'm saying? They trying to get to a point where, I ain't even say white people. The politicians are passing laws to make it illegal to learn about true American history that includes my ancestors. They literally passing laws in Florida where if you talk about something that happened during slavery and a white person gets upset about it, you could go to jail for that. They passing those type of laws. So understand the type of people that we dealing with. Understand, you know what I'm saying, the mindset of these people and why, you know what I'm saying, even when it comes to Louis Farrakhan calling these people's devils, blue-eyed devils, he's the racist, even though he don't control shit, except for himself and the people that fuck with him like that. And I ain't gonna even say he controlled them. They willingly lay down their life for this man. They willingly changed their life for that man. But the moment he say something about the history of Jewish people, the relationship between Jews and Negroes, back during the jazz days when jazz was starting to get popping, it was in his prime. You gotta remember who was in control of who get on and who don't get off. It was the Jews. It was the Jews who control who gonna make a certain amount of money and become have a little bit of fame and this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, when this nigga dead, we taking all his royalties, we taking all of his publishing, his family ain't getting shit. It's going into our pockets and in our bank accounts, and it's gonna make our generations going forward richer off of generational wealth. Off the backs of black people. So think about that. You getting generational wealth off of the labor, the free labor of black people in your fields. And then once you release them from slavery, quote unquote, now that they in the world and you seeing that they picking up on things, they learning how to read. They had the highest demographic of people learning how to read 12 years after um, the, uh, the slaves was released type shit. That's down near a Guinness Book World Record. But that's how hungry our ancestors was to be educated, be successful, be able to provide. The same shit this man with Caucasoid skin can do, I should be able to do. But let the government tell you and the media tell you and the newspapers tell you during those times, we just three-fifths of a human. Once again, let's bounce back to 2022. We just comparing and contrasting, that's all. And I apologize if I talk too fast, you know, just I'm really excited because I got a lot to say and I really want to get it out as professional as possible and hit it on the head and have a conclusion to all of this. They passing laws that they just want to, I don't even know how to explain it. 
They're passing these 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 ridiculous laws where the it seemed like history is haunting them because they wasn't able to kill off black people through the Tuskegee experiments or even through slavery. They wasn't able to kill us off like they wanted to. Margaret Sanger couldn't kill us. And this bitch, this evil white bitch had a lot of, she, that was a diabolical white woman. Out of all of the groups of people in the world, she chose to target people with melanin in their skin. Usually when you target people is because you feel like they a threat. And the main reason they a threat is because you fear them. I mean, am I wrong, Tom? Am I am I wrong? I, I, I could be wrong. Thanks, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We live in that world where at the end of the day, I see a lot of black people become successful. I see a lot of black people lives change just based off of them putting the hard work in. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's dedicating themselves to their grind or their hustle or their education. You know, it takes a certain type of energy day in and day out to stay committed to what you believe in because you know that it's a goal and an accomplishment at the end of everything that you're trying to do to get to that point. Regardless if the the deck is stacked, you know what I'm saying, the board is tilted, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's going to always be an unfair advantage against us because we're dealing with a people that fear us. They target us because they fear us. It, it, it ain't no other way to explain that. You can talk to a Democrat, a Republican, a bureaucrat, an independent, the left wing, the right wing, the right wing extremist, the left wing extremist. You can talk to all them motherfuckers and guess what? All of their talking points in the same. They all believe in this system that they grew up in since before they were born. They believe in that. In so many ways, this structure stands, but it's like you got to be. You got to be white with some money, too, now. Back then, all you had to do was just be white. You could be from any country in the world. But if you come over here looking like you Caucasian, you're going to get treated as a different way versus the niggas. Before you get here, if you're from a, a, a African country or nation or a nation of people of color, I heard rumors that they be vetting those immigrants before they come over here and telling them to call us Akatas and... We evil and we thieves and we don't care about our like yeah, they said all type of shit. At the same time, our music, our culture, everything about us, the world watches us, the world follows us, the world pays attention when we speak. We determine and decide what's cool and what's not cool. Whether it's fashion, entertainment, or music. It don't matter what it is. Why is it that the niggas in America got the final say-so on everything? Why is it such a big deal? White people mad because they can't say nigga without worrying about getting cracked in their shit. They, they, they worried about that. They feel some type of way about that. They damn near probably gonna try to pass a law where white people can say nigga too. And then it's gonna be a big-ass race war because I'll be damned if I'm in the line at the gas station let me get 1003. Excuse me, nigga. Whoa. Whoa. Playboy. 
Playboy, you doing too much. You doing a whole lot. Niggas gonna get smacked with a can of um heart Mike's heart lemonade iced tea, bro. Fucking with me. I ain't gonna even, I ain't gonna even hold you. I'm one of them type of niggas. Right, you ain't finna just nigga this and nigga that me. I don't care if your best friend a nigga. Bro, check your homie, bro. He gonna get both of y'all fucked up. I'm just keeping pee with you, bro. You cool. But because you you associated with him. Yeah, bro, he kind of, he, he, he going to get both of y'all fucked up, bro. We live in that world and that society today. And I don't want to discourage nobody to give up hope or, you know what I'm saying, we, have, we, we standing on the edge of a cliff type shit. And we either going to hold the line or we just going to fall. I strongly encourage us to hold the line. You know, this, this climate that we living in is wars being threatened Ukraine about to get invaded by Russia and then at the same time America making threats of putting sanctions on them if they invade and all of this and that but then on the back end China hosting the Olympics and they 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 this news media outlet talking about how wonderful the Olympics going to be the other news network talking about how, what's his name, um, Kim Jing Jinping or Xi Jinping, whatever the fuck buddy name is, the leader of China, the, the CCP. This nigga genociding his own people because of their religious beliefs. Um, he locked down the whole China. Can't nobody do nothing. You got to stay in your little ass, tiny ass Less than one bedroom ass apartment in Shanghai. You can't do shit. Just if you come outside, we beating your ass. I'm just gonna let you know. And if you still try to fuck with us, we gonna take you somewhere. Ain't nobody gonna know where you at. Everybody gonna think you dead for the next three, four years until you come back and you ain't got all of your common sense no more. We gonna do you like that. That let the Western media tell you that's what's going on in China. But then China talking about they finna team up with Russia just in case the war pop off. And if America jump, then it's really about to pop off. It is it's it's a lot of worldly shit going on and it's 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 completely and totally out of the control of over three hundred and I wanna say three hundred and fifty millions of Americans. It's completely out of three hundred and fifty million American hands, and it's probably in the hands of probably a thousand people. The 1%, I guess. I don't know. That's how it's looking to me, at least. That's what I'm... That's the that's the, 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 the information that I'm gathering from. Anytime I watch Fox News or China, this uh, one um, news station called China in Focus, they be spilling the tea on everything that's going on. You know, but even then, like... I'm watching and I'm listening to what they saying, but then I'm reading between the lines of what the fuck they talking about and having to always remember that these people is part of the media and the media is just like a, a programming tool where they want you to live in fear. They want you to live in panic. You know what I'm saying? If they tell you that it ain't going to be no power for the next week, everybody needs to go to Walmart. By the time you make it up there, Walmart going to be sold out of everything. It's going to be a damn riot up there. Especially over the tissue. Niggas don't get their head busted over a pack of tissue. I'm going to just keep it a buck with you. 
coronavirus came out, boy, everybody was acting weird. Nigga couldn't, if I imagine if I was on a city bus, if I was catching the 23 Blue downtown from Fond du Lac, and I just cough like, <coughs> you know how, you know how scared everybody on the bus would be? <laughs> That was the point we was at. No cap. Literally. Well, you got to understand, like, the media be controlling the masses. It just depends on which media outlet you choose to watch. It's damn near like you picking your own poison type shit. You know what I'm saying? You either finna watch CNN and be scared all day. You're going to watch Fox News. You're going to laugh. You're going to be scared because of what they're talking about. But because Fox News not even real news, it's just an opinionated entertainment network you're gonna laugh at the end of everything shout out to tucker carlson and 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 sean hannity and all of the like them niggas boy you know the world upside down when them two niggas start making sense i'm just saying bro i'm talking about them niggas been making a lot of sense lately like bro this gotta be a trap bro this gotta be a trick because why is it that when president trump was in office y'all was y'all was dick riders Fox News was dick riding hard, hard, hard. I'm talking about long dick it. <laughs> Fox News was long dick the president. <laughs> Real shit. It's like ultimately, bro, these, these politicians, these lawmakers, these newscasters, the agendas that they pushing, especially when it come to COVID, especially when it come to vaccinating your kids, it's going to get to a point where they're going to mandate that it's illegal for your kids not to be vaccinated. It's going to be illegal for you not to be vaccinated. So far, they didn't shut down the Canadian border. You know what I'm saying? And you got all of these truckers from across America and probably Canada, too. All of these truckers protesting in Ottawa, Canada, literally, like at the border. Canada just passed a mandate where you can't enter our country without being vaccinated. Even though truckers spend most of their time on the road in a closed cabin. Like, how am I a danger to society type shit? But let them tell it. And no, you can't come here unless you got your vaccination papers. Like, it's really important that we get these vaccines. Like, it's really important. Like, what are y'all putting in the food? Or what are y'all putting in the water? What are y'all putting in the soft drinks? What are y'all putting in the liquor where whatever we ingesting, if we don't take this vaccine... We could end up dying. I'm not going to sit here and say people not dying from this. I don't know. I ain't going to even hold you. I don't know nobody. None of my family members died from COVID. I'm pretty sure friends of my family, family members may have died from it. You hear a story like, oh, my cousin, friend, such and such just died from COVID. And I don't really be knowing how to feel, you know, like, oh, okay. Mm. Die with COVID. Exactly. Not from COVID. They die from COVID. With just key like, word. Just like HIV. You don't die of HIV. You die with HIV. Interesting. 
language. Just gotta understand the lingo. Because you just said it. Like, when you just explained that, I said died of COVID. You said died with COVID. That's a major difference. You know what I'm saying? If you kind of dyslexic or you don't be paying attention like to, to certain shit like that, it'll easily go over your head. And whatever the fuck the news media feeds you, you're going to take their word for it and you're going to regurgitate that bullshit to scare other people into thinking like you think. But thank God that he created people like me. People like you. People like y'all listening to my podcast where you know you you in tune with your with your common sense. You feel me? Like you know better. Especially, you know, you 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 from you you from the streets and you know you, 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 you grew up around a lot of wise people and you took heed to what they said because now you an OG and you can look back on your life like, damn, my shit was fucked up. But I did have people in my life where if I didn't have them, I probably would have made a stupid decision and threw my life away. You know what I'm saying? We, we live in a society where they don't want us to respect our elders. They don't want us to listen to our OGs. That's why so many niggas getting their head knocked off in, in Chicago or in Florida or in Atlanta or in Cal- Anywhere in America, niggas is knocking each other head off. I wasn't there when this so-called Willie E. Lynch letter was wrote. I just know that when I read the Willie E. Lynch letter or listened to the Willie E. Lynch letter, why did it sound like what's going on today? Like word for word, like niggas hate each niggas hate themselves so much where we, we we kill each other the moment we see the next nigga shining harder than this nigga got on a a, a diamond studded belt with some J's that you ain't ever seen this nigga crispy this nigga icy this nigga got a pocket full of money we don't fuck with that nigga so we finna knock this nigga head off this nigga fucking the girl that I wanna fuck with so I'm finna knock this nigga head off I don't fuck with that nigga I just don't like that nigga it's like a psychological warfare waged against us and a, and a lot of people sleep. The masses sleep. Motherfuckers listening to the to the hip hop lullabies of trapping. You know what I'm saying? Or pushing peas. <laughs> Niggas pushing peas. <laughs> Niggas listening to all of this bullshit. Only way to get you niggas' attention is for niggas to speak your lingo, sauce that shit up, and then sprinkle a little medicine in between what I'm saying. The antidote is in between what I'm saying. So even though this this poison tastes good as fuck, I'm gonna make sure I don't kill you. I didn't already slip the antidote in the in the in the bowl of wisdom for you. You know what I'm saying? That's good stuff. Now, let me see. All right, I got a question for you, Tom. So I've been listening to, um, what's his name? Tariq Nasheed. And he be on that shit where he be, um, he be talking to the motherfuckers that be trolling him, like the, um, the foreigners and the, and the anchor babies and all of them that don't, the, all of the foreigners are anchor babies that don't like black Americans. And what really stood out to me was just how they really feel towards us, bro. Like, no cap. Like, they literally look at us like we less than them. Like, you don't even deserve to be in America. We deserve to be there. Like, bro, first off, 
Nigga, we didn't even ask to come here. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? Tyreek get to going in on their ass. Like, well, sir, sir, the only reason you're in America was because you got tired of walking around smelling like cheetah piss. Oh, that set the they that set they ass off, bro. I want to play the clip and claim the fair use act and whatever the fuck, but it ain't even that serious. It's like you 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 want to talk shit to a nigga from America, or we gonna talk shit to uh, to to the, to the sun come up, real shit. Put on a pot of coffee. It's about to get ugly for this nigga. But the way they feel towards us. The things they, the insults they hurl at us, like oh, you just, you just, you just have baby mamas and you're on welfare and all of the, and all of this other goofy ass shit. Like, yo, you do realize that when you get over here, the same way that they view us is the same way they're gonna view you as well. You do realize that. You think because you. F- directly from Africa you wasn't forced over here you had a choice you either was gonna choose to stay living in squalor or come to America to have a new life and I ain't gonna knock you for wanting to come over here because clearly I mean we must be popping over here don't get me wrong it's a lot of struggle but y'all not coming over here to struggle when y'all come over here y'all getting all of the resources However much money we pay in taxes after we bust our ass 40 hours a week, 80 hours every two weeks, sometimes even more hours than that. You know what I'm saying? Just to break even. It's like, nigga, my tax dollars, you know what I'm saying? Making sure that motherfuckers like you can come over here and and talk this shit that you talking. When you come over here, you can start a business and you don't got to pay taxes for down there three to seven years type shit. Depending on where you go. Just because you new to this country. Nothing else. In every motherfucking corner store in my hood in Milwaukee, no matter what store you go to, it's either going to be Indians, Arabs, motherfuckers from Jordan. And, and all It's going to be plenty of motherfuckers. The Middle East run the corner stores in the hood. Pretty much. Now, I ain't going to cap. It's some cool-ass Arabs. I fucks with them to a certain extent. At the same time, these motherfuckers is siphoning money off from us to feed their family where they from. They don't give a fuck about us. They just figure out what we like, what we like to do, what we like to wear, what we like to eat, all of that, what we like to drink. And they sell that shit to us. Of course, we can start our own stores. Of course, we can start our own businesses in our neighborhood. You know how groundbreaking that'll be? You know, when we do shit like that, it don't take five, ten years to make a million dollars. That's definitely not the case. Like, nigga, you, nigga, this is your neighborhood. Nobody knows this area better than you. Now you're in a position where you have property and land and you selling products to your community. That's essential. I wouldn't even sell liquor out of my store. I ain't, I ain't gonna even hold you. I sell shit that my community really need. In order for you to get that type of shit, go to them Arab niggas that's trying to kill you and replace you. You know what I'm saying? We live in a nation in a society where our government, as I speak, is flying in illegal immigrants with no COVID-19 checks, none of that shit. They just flying them over here. You don't even got to wear a mask. You can take your mask off. Yeah. As soon as you get off, get on that bus. It's going to take you to wherever the fuck that we need you to go. 
and they just automatically American citizens. I went to Walmart the other day. My daughter pointed out to me like, dang, there's plenty of Mexicans in here. I'm thinking she bullshit. I'm like, Larry, just be quiet so we can hurry up and get out of here. And I just happened to take a look around. I'm like, damn, it ain't no black people. It ain't no white people. It ain't nothing but Mexicans in here right now. Like, what time is it? It was probably like 7, 8 o'clock at night. I'm like, bro, I ain't never seen as many Mexicans in here at one time, bro. Like, and it wasn't the regular Mexicans, bro. Like, I'm... You, I know Mexican that's, that's from here. These Mexicans look like they just got here last night. And one of the little boy, he was cute. He was a little cute little boy. The nigga was cheesing hard as a bitch looking at Walmart. Like, he ain't never been in the Walmart before, bro. But that night, he was lit. Like, yo, this, okay, I'm going to love it in America. I'm like, yo, I don't got no problem with people that want to improve their way of life. You know, there's people coming from countries where they escaping violence and, and gang activity that's just out of control, out of pocket type shit. At the same time, it's like, y'all only here on some political shit. These motherfuckers don't care if you make it or not. They just need people here to put themselves in position to become eventual voters. They trying to create a buffer class to eliminate the black vote, period, bro. So you got all of these immigrants coming over here and before they get over here, they vetting them not to fuck with the niggas. Look down on the niggas. You better than the niggas. We gonna do this for you. We gonna do that for you. So I've heard. Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, I'm cool with people that's from overseas. I got a couple homies that's from Africa. Cool as a fan. But I'm pretty sure if I was to be around their parents, they'd probably be looking at me like, why is this Akata in our house? No, he's a black American. We do not, you know the rules. We do not, we do not do that. They got that mindset. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. At the same time, I ain't putting it past nobody, bro. When them people come over here, we advocate for more people of color to come over here. Why would we do that? I have no idea. But at the same time, it's like, it's a political game. They're only inviting these people over here. Okay, so we need approximately 300,000 votes to secure our seats as the um, majority of seats in the House um, so that we can have our agendas constantly pushed and pass laws without any restrictions. That type of shit. It's wild. It's, it's kind of weird to me. But it all makes sense. At this point, I'm just on that shit where I genuinely want to help my people. I ain't going to even say help my people. I just want to be an impact the way God want me to be an impact. I like nice things. I like having nice stuff. But all of that shit irrelevant. Like, the main thing that's important is having a roof over your head, decent clothes on your back, shelter, that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Love in a in a loving environment from your family. That's that's pretty much all a nigga need to be successful. Niggas out here want jewelry, a Hellcat with a um, scat pack in it, um, some bitches, uh, some ling, some Zaza, probably some Newports. Of course, the Cigarillos. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
Turkish shit. My, you know what I'm saying? Niggas want that. I was I saw a meme on um, Instagram. It said um, the PP lounge just show pretty much what niggas will do with their reparation. It was like wow. <laughs> Like, yo, I ain't getting no PPP loan. But I heard horror stories about the niggas that finessed that PPP loan and got 20 bands and couldn't pay that shit back. Horror story. Niggas, police knocking on they door. Like, yeah, come on. It's like it was a setup. Like, bro, you know you ain't got no business. And if you did, nigga, let's say you didn't have a business and you qualified for the PPP loan. And you, they threw you $20,000, right? You really finna blow this? Or you finna invest this $20,000? You really finna blow this? Sadly, a lot of niggas gonna be like, hell yeah, I ain't never had 20 bands look like a million dollars to them. 20 bands? Not not 1,500. Not 2,000. Not 3,500. No, nigga, 20 bands, bro. Niggas ain't never, ha- niggas ain't never been able to do this. All hundreds. Just a big fat ass knot of hundreds. Like, niggas ain't never really been able to do that. It's some smart niggas. It's some wise niggas that took that money and invested it in stock and started a couple businesses that they always wanted to do. Invested in themselves and and brought the motherfucking profit back. Niggas wasn't just trying to look cute in front of other niggas. Niggas was literally trying to improve their way of life so that they could be an impact to not just themselves or their kids, but their family. Those around them, they inner circle Create a ripple effect If I put you in position, I know you a good dude I know you're going to do the right thing Why wouldn't I invest in you if I know your character I know who you are I know you. you this is what this nigga going to do And then, then the nigga do exactly like you said like I told you that nigga going He going to make this shit boom The nigga has a genuine love for himself and his community Whereas You got niggas out here that just have a genuine connection Towards overcoming poverty and buying shit that they ain't never had. Like Boosie said, four or five chains, I ain't never had shit. That's the realest bar to me because a lot of us come from shit. We come from the mud. We come from poverty. We come from broken families. We come from families with generational curses on them, bro. All of the complete opposites of generational wealth, you know what I'm saying, well-being, prosperity. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is a silver spoon, nigga? We f- this wooden spoon. You know what that is? A silver spoon. You know what the fuck that shit is? Once a nigga get a taste of success, it's like it's like sugar to a kid. That nigga finna try to dip that whole spoon in that sugar and get a mouthful of that shit. Eventually, you gonna rot your teeth out from feeding your flesh everything that you could possibly think of. I ain't saying it's wrong to like jewelry. I ain't saying it's wrong to like to nice dress nice and nice shoes and you know what I'm saying? Like nigga It's for us too. It's in our nature to, you know what I'm saying, wanna get dressed up decently. You know what I'm saying? Be presentable. Not just to the world, but feel confident about yourself. I was one of them kids growing up. Well, I grew up in foster care. A lot of my foster care um parents didn't have the funds necessary to finance my wardrobe, shoes and clothes wise. But then when I go to school with these second second class clothes and shit, second hand clothes and hand me downs and shit, and then there's niggas in my classroom that got 
the new Jordans every time they come out. This nigga got every pair of Jordans that come out. Like how? We only knew what the Jordans was because this nigga, whoever his mom and daddy is, they making money enough where they can afford to buy this nigga the Jordans every time they get released or re-released. This nigga got them. You know how that make kids feel? They be looking at their parents like that. Why well, I can't have it? Like, nigga, we ain't got it like that, nigga. I'm gonna get you some nice shit. I'm gonna get you some Nikes. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have I didn't have shoes where I didn't even know what they was. It took for a grown up to tell me, like, you know what you got on your feet? Some shoes, <laughs> some Nikes. Like, no, nah, nigga, them the Bo Sanders, nigga. You know who that is? You know who Bo? What's his name? That was his name. Bo, I said Bo Sanders. Bo Jackson. I had on the um black. I had the black and gray Bo Bo Jacksons on my feet. I ain't know. Another time I I wore uh uh, uh that's when throwbacks was cracking hard as a bitch back in those times, nigga. I had the first black quarterback throwback on. I didn't know who the fuck this nigga was. I just knew the jersey was bussing and it matched my shoes. So I want that one right there. Fuck around, wore it to school, decided to skip school for lunch so we can go like a couple blocks away and go smoke in the alley with a couple little females. 20 minutes into the session, taps pull up on us and came from both directions, pistols drawn. My nigga tried to run. They was like, hell no, all y'all going to uh, DT. So they took us to this boys and girls club on the south side. We walk, in pla- we walk past plenty ping pong tables, plenty pool tables and shit. Like, damn, they, damn we finna have fun. Psych. Took us to this bum-ass back room with plenty kids. I guess there was all the kids that got caught skipping school for the day. Niggas was sitting in there until the end of the day. And while you sitting and waiting, they calling each kid one by one to call their parents and tell them that they got caught skipping school. Nigga... I called my biological mama number and was like, yeah, she ain't answer. I'm like, yeah, she ain't answer. So I left the message like, yeah, I got called skipping school, mama. Da, 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 da. And shit, they let me go after that. I'm like, damn, that was it. I ain't skipping school no more. I say that because at the end of the day, man, when you a child, you going to do childish shit. That's just a given. It's going to happen. But when you become an adult, it's expected for you to make wise decisions and make those decisions off of your experience in this world. Whether you've seen it happen to somebody or you put yourself through it or you just had to go through it, period. You know what I'm saying? The blessing is in the lesson, pretty much. And sadly, there's a lot of people out here that don't really be in tune with themselves spiritually. And because of that, you know, it's so much that they lack on a spiritual level where they could really be a force to be reckoned with, but it's so much of the world that's got them distracted from their purpose that, you know, they don't, even if you told them, they wouldn't believe it because they, they just, they refuse to believe or accept that type of information. Like the big homie can tell the little homie, you know what I mean? You can do great things, nigga. You don't got to settle for this, bro. All you got to do is just apply yourself, pay attention, you know what I'm saying? Listen to your teachers and woo-woo. Kids be looking at you like, what the fuck is you, nigga? Whatever. Nobody want to hear that shit. And the only reason I can speak on that because I was one of them kids. I had a mentor. 
His name was Rodney Perry. This nigga used to come get me, bro. I'd be mad as hell. I'm like, bro, this nigga finna take me to the library to do fucking resumes. Nobody give a fuck about no resume. <laughs> I should have gave a fuck, though, because he was really trying to show me. He was really trying to show me, bro. And then, like, as I think about that shit today, it's like, damn. I really wish I could rewind time, go back. And pay attention. I know how to do it now, of course, but I had to go through plenty shit to get to this point where I'm at today, man. It's been a fucking, it's been a journey. It's been a mission. It's been everything. I wouldn't change not one single thing because it made me into who I am today. You know what I'm saying? That's, you got to be thankful to God for that. You know, I could be one of these niggas that's just totally influenced off of the world to a point where I refuse to accept understanding and wisdom and knowledge no this is what i think and this is what it is i um i don't know everything and i'll be fucking up but when i learn and i understand it ain't no stopping me i'm a force to be reckoned with and i personally feel like that's why america feared black people and why they do us the way that they do us every four years they come to our communities they come to our radio stations. We just talked about this. They 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 give their best performance on why we should vote, why it's important. They throw Dr. King in our face. They throw the civil rights in our face. They throw everything. And then they throw the old people in our face. They throw our aunties and, 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 and grannies and granddaddies in our face. Like, you need to go vote. You know, we, we, we went through a lot for y'all to vote. Like, yeah... Voting is important. It really is. However, why is it that when it comes to black people, when we vote, we get all of this lip service ass shit and they all be empty promises and empty hopes. You know what I'm saying? What do we really benefit from voting? We got Joe Biden in office. What's his name? Joe Jim Crow Joe in office. Let's go, Brandon. We know what that shit mean, and it's funny as fuck. Why black people voted this nigga back into a position like this? I have no idea. Matter of fact, I'm tripping. We have to choose between President Trump and Joe Biden. If I was the voting type. I definitely would have added... I mean, I definitely would have voted for Donald Trump if I was into voting. I'm sorry I have to say it. I mean, if we going to compare Satan to the devil, you know what I'm saying? One of them um, put out a paper. No, one of them was um, profiling and discriminating against people from moving into his apartment complex. And then the other day, the Satan was telling us, telling the world that we predators and we deserve to be locked up and we need to pass this crime bill for these niggas. But then the devil, Satan saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if I had to compare apples to oranges, I mean, I'm going to fuck with the nigga that just hated on where I could live. I know he racist. 
But nigga, you trying to play like you ain't racist. Like you been down with black people your whole life. And in reality, my nigga, you told me, according to the Breakfast Club, if I don't vote for you, I ain't black. So I didn't vote for you. So, I mean, I still got to put, it's, it's, it's say I'm black on my birth certificate. When I feel like these job applications, I got to tell them that I'm African-American or black. You can't lie on no paper. You can't lie on your application about your race. You can't do that. That's a that's a that's a federal crime down there. That's all. That's all. I'm. That's the that's the hypocrisy I'm trying to expose. Like, how is it that black people get shitted on every four years, every four to eight years, we get shitted on by the same people, by the same people running their mouth, bro. Matter of fact, Joe Biden trying to, um, he picked like eight different candidates or six different candidates, black females to, um, be in the Supreme court, bro. All of the black women got white husbands, all of them. They properly vetted the fuck out of these candidates to be the first black woman in the white daddies. In the Supreme Court, yeah, bro, all of them, all of them. Yeah, I ain't did that research yet, but it, you know, it, I, it ain't nothing new. It's not. You know what I'm saying? In order to get to those high places, bro, you know, it's sad to say, but you know, our our black women gotta fuck their way up to you know the ladder, man. Facts. I don't want to say it like that, but you know what I'm saying? Just look at Kamala or Kamala, whoever the hell she is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it just, it, it's so sad, man. But true is, you know, you got to go along with them in order to get allegedly where you want to go. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so sad, man, but so true at the same Yeah. What Kwame Brown say, you gotta you gotta um be with the go along get along gang to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Or put a couple of dollars in your pocket. You gotta go along and get along. And that's the world we live in. Like, even when it comes to politics, bro, it's like in order for you to get the person that you really, really want in office that you know gonna represent you, you gotta lobby for them. You have to pay them. You mean to tell me in order for me to have a decent way of life, I got to pay this person with a suit on to go to a room full of people with suits on just for me to have basic shit that the rest of these other racial groups got? Really? But yeah. it makes sense at the end of the day because we live in a capital right. we live in a capitalistic society money make the world go round over here they don't want to hear your problems they don't want to hear your excuse man fuck. you pull that money out though oh that'll make a motherfucker sit straight up you want some coffee you want some whiskey come on step on this side it's just facts yeah. it's just facts you're right I feel like all of our black leaders have been corrupted all of our elder black leaders have been corrupted I don't even say leaders I would say all of our elder uh, people of influence. Like I was watching uh, 
I was on Facebook watching a little video clip, and then it was one with Steve Harvey. He was on his game show in between breaks, I guess, or whatever. They was changing the setting around. And this nigga got to talking about how he not giving his kids. He ain't leaving his kids with no money. He ain't leaving no generation of wealth behind. He said that this, let's say he makes $60 million. This $60 million for me and your mama. We going to enjoy our lives. And then once we die, y'all can have what's left over. But we gonna make sure we spend all of it. Who said that? Steve Harvey. He was talking oh. to he was talking to TD. Matter of fact, it wasn't on uh it wasn't on Family Feud. It was all they was just talking. It was him and um, Bishop TD TD T- T- Jakes. TD Jakes in the background. You know his deep voice. Like, uh huh. Uh huh. That's right. That's right. Like not the not the bishop. <laughs> like right. this water. This supposed to be preaching a word. Supposed to be preaching generational wealth, passing something on to your kids as kids and ancestors and all that other good stuff, man. That's what he on too. Bro. He co signed that, bro. Did I you believe it? Did you know the richest pastor out here is Joyce Myers? Oh, Joyce? Yes. Yeah. She been out since before I was born. My, I'm putting it down. my mama, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. If, even though I'm, I'm speaking good stories. Even, yeah, even though, show. even though I'm, I'm, I'm critiquing these people, I'm only critiquing them because of the power and influence that they have with their words plus that Bible. They use that Bible as a weapon. They don't use that Bible as a guide. They don't use that Bible to truly help uplift people. They just give you inspirational quotes and inspirational stories. And then at the end of that, we're going to start the um, offering. <laughs> JB, yes, JB, get on that left side. You yes, fucking up. Get over there. Stop playing. Any church that got that 50, what's that um thing? The 503? 501c3. 501c3. Any church that got that. That means you receive uh, fund- funding from the government. That means that you exempt from taxes and shit. Because there's an agenda that they're pushing, and you have to figure out a way to preach this agenda to your congregation. So we need you to tie this into that bullshit-ass uh, story you be talking about. We need you to tie that into that. You know what I'm saying? Push that agenda, and by the time voting season come around, we need you to start gearing your conversation and your spiel towards why they need to vote for me. Okay, they've been doing this shit since slavery, bro. That's why we hear stories of Nat Turner. You know what I'm saying? Or putting a nigga in charge of um, reading the word to the other people. He can only read the word. He can only read certain parts of the bar of the Bible. He can't go past this. He can't say this. Anything outside of that, we just gonna hang you and cut your tongue out your mouth. Or no, we gonna cut your tongue out your mouth and then hang you. We gonna matter of fact, this is what we gonna do. We gonna cut your tongue out. We're going to throw gasoline on you. We're going to put a rope around your neck. And we're going to light you on fire. And we're going to hang you. And we're going to watch you flap around like a fish. And we're going to laugh at you and drink this brandy. Now say these words and tell them people what we told you to say. And they hop to it. They hop to it, bro. Just That's just facts. Yeah, it's critical, man. Ain't much change, bro. 
I got about. I'm, I'm like physical slavery is mental now. I got I'm about mental slavery, man. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. It's mental chains, bro. It's mental chains where we don't gotta put physical chains on them to force them to do what we want them to do. Think about them niggas that get out of prison that did over five years type shit. Come back into the world. Shit didn't change within five five or more years. This a fucking phone? Touchscreen phone? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, what, where the buttons at? Like, nigga. Just seeing how the world go. And then, even though you, out, you physically out of the prison cell, mentally you still locked up. They don't give you education on how to properly deal with your situation of being in prison. They just, nigga, when it's your time to go, all right, go get out. And that's why it's so easy for motherfuckers to go around that revolving door and come right back in that motherfucker because they didn't give them no living or life skills before they left. They didn't prepare them. Nigga, why wouldn't you have a class where, okay, this is a cell phone. If you touch it, it pop on. Niggas be like, whoa, whole room full of prisoners. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, this, that. This is how you fill out a job application. This is how you do this. When you, you know what I'm saying? These are the resources available to you if you being out in the free world is just too much for you and you feeling like you're about to slip, you know what I'm saying? Fall off the edge, whatever. Like, here are some resources for people to, for you to reach out to. They're going to make sure you got everything you need and, and make sure that you where you need to be at. You know what I'm saying? I damn near had to be that to my little brother. You know what I'm saying? I had to put money in my nigga pocket. I had to encourage my nigga to go explore the neighborhood. Go walk around, my nigga. You not a criminal, nigga. You free, nigga. Go see what the fuck is out here. I ain't saying get in trouble, nigga. You grown, nigga. You don't got to be up under me. Like we bunkies, nigga. No, nigga, my wife. I'm gonna go to bed with my wife. That's how they do the motherfuckers, though. I got about three minutes because I ain't recording through my um, software on the computer. I'm recording off of my phone through the um, podcast app, which is totally dope because I got you turned up. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and it's 1058. Yeah. I got to get ready for tomorrow, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank y'all for tuning in and checking me out. I ain't going to even cap. It only feel like 10 minutes went past. Like, for real, for real. It's been 58 minutes, bro. Like, damn. That's how you know I love this shit, bro. I really fuck with this shit. When I got the time, I got to explain this to my, my fans and shit, my crowd and shit. The only reason I be um, dropping them every blue moon now, you know, like, I'm, I'm a family man. I be working this shit. I'm trying to take off with the music shit, put, line all my ducks up in a row. I really want my podcast to take off, too, as well, because we need to be chopping it up this way, you know. Just want y'all to know I, I appreciate y'all for tuning in and checking me out, you feel me? And shout out to my nigga Tone, live from Milwaukee on these, these late-night session and shit, you know what I'm saying? definitely appreciate y'all i will be recording another podcast probably um on uh, saturday so I'll be looking out for that directly from the app um once again this is player shine radio sour power hashtag the sour power hour i am king niz i'll holla at y'all